This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. and streaming live all across America. This is Home Talk USA with Michael King, where we will discuss topics pertaining to your home with industry-leading experts. Michael King is a licensed general contractor with more than 30 years of experience in home improvements and the author of Contracting with the King. Join us this hour for our segment, Invent America, with your co-host, the inventor lady, Rita Crompton. Discover what's next in the home improvement industry and explore new products and innovations. Or if you have that next great big idea, learn what it takes to bring your invention to the world as Michael King and Rita Crompton talk to America's inventors and innovators. Remember, the America of tomorrow is being invented today. We invite you to visit us at HomeTalkUSA.com, one of the best resources for home improvement information around today. Your best life begins with your best home, and there's no place like Home Talk. That's HomeTalkUSA.com. And now, we proudly present Invent America from the number one home improvement radio program in the country, Home Talk USA, with your host, the Cajun contractor, Michael King, and his co-host, the inventor lady, Rita Crompton. Yahoo! Welcome, America. It's just so great to be back behind the famous Golden Hammer microphone, taking your calls, answering some emails, and talking to some of the great inventors out there, all these companies, the process to get your um, your product to market. This is a uh, special edition of Home Talk USA radio program. A lot of you are tuning in right now saying, uh, I thought this was home talk. What it is? It was just uh, doing the Invent America part of our show. It's part of the family, you know, trying to get the technology uh, before um, basically four, five, six, possibly ten years before the product even comes to the market and kind of educate you on the product that's going to be coming up the pike. So, hey, look. I told you a long time ago that this show is uh, way ahead of itself. We're going to bring the technology to you. Well, um, I would definitely want to thank my uh, my co-host that pitched in for me last uh, week. She did a great job, the inventor lady herself. I'd like to welcome my co-host, my sidekick, the inventor lady herself, Miss Rita Crompton. Hey, Rita, how you doing? I am fine, and it's so nice to have you back. Well, I'm just proud of you, you know, because, uh, hey, I, I thought maybe Monday morning when I was going to get in, my show was going to be off the air, you know, but it, it's still here. It's still here. No, no, Rita, you did a great job. I want to thank you for uh, pitching in last week uh, due to the uh, death I had in my family. So, uh, all right. But uh, you got a great show lined up for us uh, this hour, right? We do. And, you know... Our, our second guest is, is really special, so I'm looking forward to introducing him. And the important thing that we're talking about today is that there are different types of intellectual property. We've been talking about patents, um, and so it's important for our listeners to realize that trademarks and copyrights are out there as well. And these three things, the patents, the trademarks, and the copyrights, are not interchangeable. They each have their own unique applications. And that's what you're trying to do is trying to break it down and explain the process, right? 
Exactly. You know, I get inventors that say, well, I've got a patent, I'm going to write it up and I'll just file a copyright on it. No, you can't do that. It wouldn't protect you. And it's like, well, you know, I think I'm going to go ahead and trademark this thing I created. No, that's a copyright, and you need to file the copyright. So today we are going to explain what each one is and when you use it, because like I said, they are not interchangeable. They've got very unique qualities to each one. Yep. And all this starts from a simple idea, putting it down on a piece of paper. And, uh, and boy, once you get down on a piece of paper, uh, that's where the fun begins. I huh, read it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, my goodness. You know, it, it, I, I was on your show so many times before we did Invent America. And, you know, in listening to your broadcast, almost every single one of your guests over the years, 24 years, was an inventor at some point, That's right. and then they've grown up. And so Invent yep. America helps these newbies get to the point where they would be regular guests on your home talk show. Man, some of the horror stories I, they used to tell me was amazing, you know, um, just totally amazing. And to be honest with you, they probably could have saved 75% of their money, to be honest with you. I know. I know. It's, I had um, a lady, she'd heard us on the show, and called me up, and she said, okay, this is, this is where I'm at. I need to fix this. And so we, we put her in touch with the right people, and it's, you know, answering questions. Um, we're going to do a show coming up in the next few weeks about crowdfunding, and we've got actually, I'm hoping that a lady is ready, and so we're going to pitch her campaign on the show. Well, if you have a product out there, you're thinking yeah. about a product, or uh, you have an idea, uh, this is the hour to listen to. And I tell you, um, this is the hour. There's not a uh, show out there that's uh, putting this type of information out to all the inventors out there. There, there isn't. You know, you can go and you can pay a ton of money to attend a class. You can pay a ton of money for a book. I had folks, you know, multiple times in the last month send me an email. It's like if I'd had the Inventor's Galaxy Guide that you give away for free five years ago, I would have saved thousands of dollars. And we give yeah. it away free. I told a school teacher, download it. Give it to all the students. <laughs> it's free. And it's easy yeah. read. And there's jokes in it. And more and more. So this show is dedicated to yeah. all of those inventors out there, any age, that think they've got an idea. Well, what do I do? Yeah, I know And we have we're great, there to let them know. I know we have a great show. you got some great guests. But uh, I'm looking forward to hearing from Jonathan David, that patent attorney's. Because I always like what they got to say, because every time they come on the show, it's like it's a different uh, type of, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, patent or uh, process. Exactly. Trying to say is exactly. each product is different. That's the point. Yes. They, yeah. 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 Every patent should be a unique work of art. It's like a Monet. Yeah. And, you know, it stands on its own. There's not a way to fill in the blank, and there's not, you know, there's not some template. Yeah. It's it's a unique work of art, and yeah. that's what allows it to protect your idea, your invention, and that's what stands up in court. Yep, that's you know, if I can go court, through yeah. and if I can circle the words that were inserted to the blank, a judge can, and then they're going to throw you out. Yep. Also, too, is you know we talked about um, in the past that it's not not necessary, you know, coming up with a new idea, which is great, you know. Uh, but I, actually, it's you know you can improve an old idea. People don't realize that exactly. Too. Yeah, exactly. They say, well, I'm not really an inventor. Yes, you are. You've got a new gadget. You've got an improved way of doing something. Yeah. And we had a lady. She did really, really well. She she 
patented the process of putting a loaf of bread into the oven. But there were some very unique twists to that that produced a better product. And her patent issued, and she went to market. Well, I remember 20 years ago when uh, we did the ergonomic part of tools and a person that patented the ergonomic of a shovel. Now, a shovel has been patent well over 100 years ago. But the point is, a guy came up with a different way to do a shovel, uh, you know, to relieve back pain or to, you know, well, that's the point I'm trying to make. Uh, you know, he took a shovel and changed it, you know, and yeah. got a patent well, and for it. You know? Last week, we had on the gentleman that had a new handle for a paintbrush that was all ergonomic. Yeah. So anybody that had arthritis, this was the paintbrush for them, and he has been selling them like crazy. Wow. Well, I'll tell you what, Rita, there's the music. You know the old saying. What we have to do right now, Rita? We got to pay some bills. <laughs> I like that. We got to pay some bills. Yeah, check out right. our website at hometalkusa.com. Everything you need with the show sitting there uh, by helping to patronize all our great sponsors. Basically, it keeps our show on the air. Right, Rita? Since none of our guests are charged, right. to, be, since none of our guests are charged to be on this radio program. You're listening to our edition, the Invent America part of the Home Talk USA radio family. And we're going to have another guest, another topic as we uh, uh, just, bottom line, we just give you that path, uh, a guideline, a blueprint, uh, that if you uh, listen to the expert, listen to these vendors, listen to the problems they have, because I guarantee you, uh, you won't make the same mistake twice. And we definitely want to thank them, you know, for, for sharing this knowledge with us. So we're going to take a short break. On behalf of the Ventilator and myself, we'll be right back. Yay! USA with Michael King. Do you have questions about your next home improvement project or home repairs? Now you can chat with verified home repair and home improvement experts in just minutes. Get the help you need by visiting HomeTalkUSA.com, one of the best resources for home improvement information around today. Your best life begins with your best home, and there's no place like Home Talk. That's HomeTalkUSA.com. And now, back to Invent America from the number one home improvement radio program in the country, Home Talk USA, with your host, the Cajun contractor, Michael King, and his co-host, the inventor lady, Rita Crompton. Hi, everyone. Sorry about that. Um, We're excited to tell you today that everything and anything that you could imagine um, for a startup inventor who's just thinking, I've got an idea, what do I do, is on the inventorlady.com website. So take a look. Um, if you've got any other questions, shoot me an email, rita at inventorlady.com. All of our shows are on inventamerica.info, including all of our different streaming platforms and places where you can see the videos of our guests and all of their products. So today we're talking about 
intellectual property and the different types of intellectual property. We always talk about patents, but trademarks and copyrights are a big part of this adventure, and you need to know the right time to use them. Our next guest is Jonathan David. He is a registered patent attorney, so he would be one of the attorneys you might end up talking to to help understand what you can do and what you should be doing. So, Jonathan, thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, thank you for having me. Good to be here, Rita. So let's start out by telling people the difference between trademarks, copyrights, and then, you know, if you're adding patents in there. Um, tell us the difference. Absolutely. If you have, like, a specialized mark or slogan or say, you know, everything comes easy to me or, you know, I have a, um, you know, a mark that's like Under Armour or Converse, you know, I would typically, that's typically something you would go for a trademark. It's definitely not a literary work or composition like a song or a painting or anything like that. It's not something you do to kind of protect an authorship to. If you, on the other hand, have a particular song or, you know, a written word or text or book or poem, you know, that's not something that's, uh, you know, something you can get a trademark on. It's not a slogan. It's not a particular mark. That's something where you'd want to protect the authorship of. So, in that regard, you'd want to get a copyright for. So they're kind of like, they're, they're very drastic and very different in, in that regard. You cannot, you know, get a mark for a particular song you wrote or a trademark, I should say, for a song you wrote or a, a book you wrote. You know, you'd want to protect the authorship of that. So you'd want to go for a copyright. Similarly, if you were trying to, you know, you know, you know for a slogan or a particular mark that you love, absolutely love, you couldn't really get a copyright for that, per se. That's kind of something where you'd get a trademark for. You don't want to put a, a round, you know, peg into a square hole, so to speak. You kind of want to match up the square pegs with the squares and the, the you know, the round, round right. things with the round hole. So that's kind of what it is. It, it's very important that people identify what they're, what they are, what they have. It's just a kind of a literary work where they want to protect, you know, who wrote it, or is this some type of mark or slogan they kind of want to protect. They have to kind of answer those questions first and fit it into the right hole, so to speak. Okay. So So let's break it down like this. If you've got a, a a a new hammer, all right, you've got a new hammer, you file a patent on it because it works differently than everything else out there, all right? And the hammer comes in a box. The box has got a trademark. It's got a name on it. The trademark gets filed on that. But within the box... There's a set of instructions, and the instructions could actually have a copyright on them. Correct. Absolutely. Okay. So then why, and this this came up, the reason we're doing this topic is because I had a gentleman that absolutely was determined to file a copyright instead of a patent. Why is this a really bad idea? It's a terrible idea. The patent kind of, you know, captures a broad idea that's incorporated by the new kind of hammer, whether it's like being able to hammer more material or hammer it in a particular way that's more efficient and novel compared to anything else. You're protecting that idea. I'm I um the not a literary work and um trying to get a copyright on that may just protect an authorship on that at best. And it, it's not likely for that to be granted to begin with, but even if it were, you'd be getting only the authorship on that. You would not be protecting the idea itself. The idea itself can be Reverse engineered or copied by, you know, Joe, Debbie, Tom, Sally, inventors all over the country or even the world. 
So it really gives you very minimal protection to begin with. You're just protecting an authorship on a particular composition, but that, that idea won't be protected by that composition. The idea can be copied by every Joe, Sally, Harry, and Debbie, so to speak. So I hope right. you like the wording on the inventor. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> No kidding. I think the important thing for our inventors to walk away with is intellectual property is broken up into those three categories for very specific reasons, and they are unique to the way they're used. So thank you, Jonathan, so much. We'll get you on some videos so you can explain it some more. Um, Everyone, thank you for joining us. We'll be right back to tie up this segment. Thank you. Stick with us. 